Where are you going? Seriously, where in heaven's name are you going? When you get the ball inside the 18-yard box, why is there a sudden panic? It, for all you soccer players of any level, if you get the ball inside the 18-yard box and it becomes panic time and you must get out of there and go backwards, what is wrong with you? Well, I already know what's wrong with you. I see it time and time again. It's just so confusing. Why would you get out of there? The reason you you get out of there is because you're scared to have the ball. So I was having a conversation about the 96 Hammer team I used to coach. I, I got these girls, and I have the mindset of if if I'm going to coach something, I don't I don't want want to win a tournament or win state. I want to win nationals. So I'm trying to prepare the the kids to win nationals. That is it. And the only way I can take an average group of girls, yes, average, to compete against Division One athletic monsters is to get them comfortable comfortable around the ball by just manipulating it nonstop until they know not to uh, give the ball away freaked out, especially when they're in the attacking third and going back. I, I have rules in place. We get in the attacking third. You're not coming back. Stay in there. It's called it's called a field position. You finally got the advantage of being in the attacking third, and then you're going like, let's get out. I, I just don't get it. So I would take the 96 girls, and I would dribble, have them dribble four days a week. Five days a week if I could. And that's all we did. And parents were like, when are you going to do conditioning? When are you going to do tactics? I'm like, as soon as they're not scared to have the ball. So they better train at home because I'm not stopped doing this. And it was a constant conversation. And sometimes I gave in and changed it up. And it just made me sick. I'm like, what's the point? What's the point? It's kind of like be the best team in the country. Try to do the impossible. But it requires technique. And the good thing I did by doing that is I developed, developed a lot of players that ended up playing Division One all over the U.S. with a team that was considered a non-top flight team. Non, we weren't state league. We were, we were uh, Open Cup and uh, state league, second division, flight two, and got to flight one and almost made it to state league flight uh, or Division One, whatever, all these stupid divisions. But I produced probably more players than all of them because I just kept dribbling. Because that's all that matters. Because when you get to the next level, you can't panic with the ball. So I see it time and time again. These Division One athletes, uh, especially on the women's side, that just can't handle the ball. Because in in the women's game, in the girls' game, Working on technique is just not a priority. No, no one wants to do it because they have to win. It's, it's a real problem. If you don't think it's a problem, you're, you're absolutely crazy. Anyone can learn technique. So everyone that can hear the words coming out of my mouth from my podcast, I'm telling you right now, you have to take ownership over your technique because guess what? 
the clubs that you're paying thousands of dollars for aren't going to show you. You know what they're going to do? They're going to tell you're going to get all these paid coaches, and and it's not all of you. I get that, so don't cry a river on me. But a lot of them, they think they're comedians. They will tell jokes on the sideline. They'll they'll talk to the parents and try to gain relationships with moms and try to sleep with them. They will do these horrific things. Not everybody, but there's there's a percentage of you that are disgusting. And you're all about making relationships, about hanging out, having drinking buddies, and designing your life around having fun. Um, I, I don't consider that fun. You know what I consider fun? Hard work ethic and trying to do the impossible, like take an average player and make them great. Take a great player and make them professional. I mean, that that is what I enjoy. Yes, I'm different. You know, I whatever. But parents, kids that aspire to be great, you have to take ownership. You have to take ownership over your, your technique. You, you you need to. You you can't ever be in a position where you're scared to have the ball. Because if you are, you can't play. You can't go to the next level. It comes to an end. I experienced it. My career came to an end because I had a lack of technique and it's bothered me for a lifetime. So I always worked hard to get it um to make sure my kids and anyone that's affiliated affiliated with me uh understands that there is a way out. There there is an opportunity of learning. Doesn't re- it doesn't matter about size. Technique matters. You, you can find a way. So when you get the ball in the 18, what are you going to do? Do you know there's space behind? Do you know they're stepping up and they're creating an offsides line? And all you have to do is pull off one move, one bait move. If you could receive the ball, spin one way, spin another chip the ball up through those extending legs and you have this whole space behind. Are you thinking at all? I know what I do. I get the ball immediately and do the simplest move. I know how I would, I would spin away from pressure in a tight space, pull the ball back, roll and go. And I'd be in the, I'd be beyond the all 20 players, my team, their team. And then I would have a better opportunity. I could create a penalty kick. I can create a Goal scoring opportunity. At least I'm going forward, not backwards. There's so many things you can do, but if you don't have the understanding of the ball being one with you, you're not going to be in that situation. So I'm telling you, players, parents, take ownership over your development. Think, what would you do? Because coaches aren't going to tell you. Your club coaches aren't going to tell you. You know what they're going to do? They're going to tell funny jokes with an accent, and everyone's going to laugh. No one cares. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that environment, except for those sleaze bags that try to sleep with moms. Um, you're disgusting. Stay away. Uh, not a fan of you. Um, but you, you you need to find a way to develop your game in such a way that you have the ownership. You don't need a coach to tell you what to do. Okay, you have a coach. I'll give you a system. Work out this work outside the system that you can be effective for your team. Okay, if you're a backline player and your your focus is very simplistic, you have to put yourself in a position. What would you do if you had a 
if you had to get out of pressure, if you actually made an overlapping run and you got into the attack, what would you do? You have to be prepared for that. You have to be an attacking player. If you think just being big, strong, fast, and playing the back line, you, you're not responsible for improving your technique. You're misguided. You're wrong, and it's going to come to an end. I'm telling you it's going to come to an end. Work on your technique, and you're running out of time. You're absolutely running out of time. Um, I, I like using the Kobe Bryant math formula. I tell people time and time again, I, I tell them this over and over. And luckily, I'm having a little bit of success right now with Phoenix College convincing my gray shirts and red shirts to put in the time, and they are. They're training five days a week. I put it on Facebook Live. You can watch it. We're training, we'll be training today, five days a week at 10 a.m. Um, during our season, but they're, they're training to get, to get better and prepare themselves. So next year, uh, they can make an impact. They're running out of time. They got like 300 days left till season that that's not long. So they have to train five days a week minimum, and then add multiple times. So back to the Kobe Bryant math formula, Kobe Bryant, understood that he his competition so the nba players you know don't quote me on time but i'm pretty close far as you know consistency of what he does five days a week trains for uh, the teams train 10 hours factoring two hours a day five days a week that's what they're playing so he would he would uh show up and train two hours before practice and two hours after practice gaining four hours on his competition every day and so after a week, he would have 20-plus hours over his competition. And then after two weeks, 40-plus, and then 60, then 80, 80-plus 80 hours after a month. And then after six months, he would be so far ahead of the competition, they would never catch him. That's the mindset you have to have. You, you have to work on your technique every moment that you can because you're going to run in a situation that you have to get out of. Are you prepared for that? So when I watch a game on the Pac-12 network, I don't ever want to see a player get the ball in the box, freak out the attacking box, and kick the ball backwards because they're scared they might lose it in the 18-yard box. They have to go backwards. Have you ever taken a test You know that you actually prepared for and you're excited? You're excited. You feel good. There's not nerves because you're, you're prepared. It's the same thing in soccer. Prepare yourself. You're prepared. Be technical. Don't be scared to have the ball. And don't go backwards out of the box. That's my message to you this day. Other than that, work hard, develop technique, and I'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye.